0: Nail fungus treatment options, that's next on The Scope.
1: Health information from experts, supported by research. From University of Utah Health, this is
0: thescoperadio.com. They're ugly, and for some, nail fungus can be painful and also very tough to get rid of. Dermatologist Dr. Christopher Hall, what's the first thing you do when a patient comes in with nail fungus?
1: Well, first I like to make sure that it actually is nail fungus, there are other nail conditions that can look very similar to and mimic nail fungus. So first that usually involves assessment of the nails. Sometimes we'll do some confirmatory testing with clippings and cultures and scrapings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once we're comfortable that it's a fungal infection and not another condition of the nail that looks like nail fungus, then we talk about how it's affecting them and what they're hoping to achieve as far as treatment.
0: Gotcha. Uh, so if it's something else, the treatment options would be different. That's why you really want to find out what kind of right. it, it is, fungus. Treating right.
1: nail fungus is notoriously very challenging, Oh, often with failures along the way. And so it's important to be sure that before you start you know, going down the um, path of, of treatment um, that you've actually got a correct diagnosis.
0: And it can take a long time to treat, so you wouldn't want to go down this path of treatment. Right, and, and, then, and some yeah. of the
1: treatments require monitoring and have some risks associated with them. Gotcha.
0: So you find out it's a nail fungus. At at that point, what are the treatment options?
1: There are a number of treatments. There are many things that are available over the counter you go to the internet and Google nail fungus treatment. You'll come up with ten thousand hits. I bet.
0: Yeah, pills, polishes, creams, right? Yeah, all sorts of um, things.
1: What do you tend to? Most of like those to use? are, you know, have not been investigated with really good clinical trials. But I think there's things that people have used and have found to be helpful. Uh, one common thing that comes up are products like that contain menthol. So Vicks Vapor Rub is a common home remedy for nail fungus. Probably won't help, but it won't hurt anything either. Uh, most of my conversation is usually discussing, you know, medical therapies. So things that are available by prescription only. And those come in two main forms, which are topical uh, antifungal medications and then oral antifungal medications. There are other surgical or procedural options. So you can remove nails as well. And then there's starting to be more interest in technologies like lasers for nail fungus.
0: So you had said at one point that, uh, you know, you you have a conversation with the patient. What is it you're trying to accomplish? I understand for some people it can be very painful. So it might be to alleviate the thickness of the nail and the pain.
1: Right. And it gets difficult to clip, trim, and groom nails when Mm. they get very thick. They can be associated with uh, pain because of ingrown nails. And in some cases can also predispose people to infections. So uh, cellulitis and so forth. Um, So there are medically important reasons to treat them. Some people just don't like the appearance of the nails. Yeah, because it
0: doesn't look good in your flip-flops, does it? Wearing
1: sandals in the summertime with thick yellow nails, you know, is something that a lot of people would like to not have to do.
0: So if it isn't necessarily painful, do you recommend treatment? Do you really leave that up to the patient at that point? My personal philosophy is to leave it up to the patient. So I give them the
1: different options, talk about the length of treatment, the monitoring, the likelihood of success. And then I have a conversation with them about whether they want to move forward with those treatments. And a lot of people elect not to do anything. And many people are very motivated to, to
0: treat their nails. Sure. Uh, what about the oral drugs? I understand that uh, some people are concerned about the side effects those can cause. So are the oral drugs generally better than the topical? Or Yeah, the oral
1: medications are, are more effective than topical treatments. Sure. The good news, though, is that the safety of these most of these oral medications is, is very good, and the treatments are also much less expensive. Mm. So there's quite a bit of cost-benefit
0: um, from using the oral medications. What are some of the concerns with the oral medication side effects?
1: The primary concern is... Um, liver toxicity mm-hmm. um, because these medications are metabolized by the liver, looking at cost effectiveness of oral versus a topical medication and really sort of arguing for the oral medication because it's so much less expensive, um, but then also looking at a lot of the safety information about the medication and the risk of you a know, serious liver adverse event is very low in that medication. That said, I still will recommend appropriate monitoring and that's laboratory testing mm-hmm. usually at baseline and then midway through the treatment are they antibiotic based they're antifungal so they're specific towards fungus so they have no effect on bacteria like
0: antibiotic would so people that are afraid of antibiotics for whatever uh stomach reasons they might yeah, have won't don't have, have any to...
1: effect okay. on the flora of the gut and actually interestingly they don't this particular one terbenafine doesn't have an effect on the natural yeast that we see in the in the intestine called candida okay so it shouldn't have any effect on on that some people can get rashes and there's you know other less common side effects but for the most part i I find
0: them to be well tolerated some of the uh, home remedies that i saw you mentioned vix vapo rub uh snake root extract tea tree oil uh gosh uh, i haven't come across snake
1: Root extract, yeah, but um, <laughs> well, sounds like it might eat away a nail pretty well. Sure. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of those things out there. A lot of people use vinegar, um, tea tree oil. Um, the hard part with any of these topical medicines is they don't penetrate the nail unit very well. Okay. So getting them actually to the fungus in the nail unit is very difficult, and that's why a lot of the prescription topical medicines have such limited effects.
0: What about do it yourself at home, trying to thin that nail out, like, you know, by coating it with, uh, what, what do people coat it with?
1: Well, I think doing debridement at home is actually helpful. So a lot of times I'll have people file the nails down, uh-huh. um, clip the nails back. Because that helps to kind of trim away some of the infected nail as well.
0: Would your recommendation generally be to, for somebody to use the oral uh, pills if possible? But just because it's such a shorter treatment time.
1: Well, I think it just depends on the person. There are some people who have other you know risk factors who have a history of liver disease or something where I wouldn't be comfortable putting them on that medication. So I use I use both medications and uh, and sometimes I use them in combination. So I'll have them do. Uh, first course with an oral antifungal and then follow up with a topical and that may help prevent re- reinfection too down the road
0: which is pretty common from what i yeah understand. so it's
1: common you can get the nail clear and then people are just exposed to the fungus in their environment and in their shoes and and so forth and they can get reinfected
0: easily so it sounds like that uh, if somebody does have nail fungus uh, I'll, I'll f- for the most part it's you know does it bother you because it's ugly Uh, If there's pain involved, then for sure you would recommend some treatment. For some people, there could be other medical reasons to treat it. Yeah,
1: somebody with, you know, for example, diabetes who's at risk of ulcerations on the feet, cellulitis infections. There are people that we may be more proactive about treating to help reduce their risk of infections.
0: But for the most part, it sounds like if you don't really have many symptoms, it's just kind of a personal choice. That's true. Have a question about a medical
1: procedure? Want to learn more about a health condition? With over 2,000 interviews with our physicians and specialists, there's a pretty good chance you'll find what you want to know. Check it out at radio.com